Panther fans who want to keep pounding. For the ones who want an inside look at the vault. This 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 is views from Midstream. Now here's your host Lonzo Wrightsell and Rob Brown. The Views from Mint Street podcast is in your ear holes, ladies and gentlemen. I am Rob Brown. He is the great one, Lonzo Wright. So we are happy to have you guys along at three times a week, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. We bring you this bad boy. And if you have not done so yet, please subscribe to and download the Views from Mint Street podcast wherever major podcasts are found. And if you've got some Carolina Panther fans in your life who are just looking for something, for anything, for some energy about this team, Send them our way because despite Lonzo, the pessimist, ladies and gentlemen, Rob Brown is here with a little uh, optimism for you, a little happiness. I got, oh. I'm, t- I'm not going to add. Okay, you're right. Okay. Yeah, no, just... you're, you're being accurate. I did, <laughs> today, I am a pessimist. All right, let's talk about two other cats we did not actually talk about three of the cats we did not get a chance to get into. And we will start with that run game 26 carries, 118 yards, and three touchdowns for Deontay Foreman. Chuba Hubbard unavailable with that ankle injury. And I will say, though, what is interesting, despite a buck 18 on the ground, uh, I think Deontay Foreman can be better when Chuba Hubbard comes back, right? I think he can be better. When you add that lightning element to the thunder, when you when you change up the rotation a little bit by adding the second back, I think Dante Foreman can be even better. But uh, I I am I am I would just like to point out that you go back to this pod four five six weeks ago, we were both saying Dante Foreman was brought in for a reason. Give him the ball, let him carry some of the load. And ever since McCaffrey got shipped to the Niners, Dante Foreman has been doing exactly that what a game for that young man and as we said a couple of weeks ago Zoe, we are a run team now that's what we are that's our identity we got to lean into that 36 combined carries for this team yesterday a buck 69 on the ground in fact the only thing that I would say that I would have liked to have seen more out of yesterday, though, was our run defense surrendering 167 yards on the ground. Uh, Deontay Foreman is that dude, right? If you got that 22 jersey with the fan insurance and you want to change it up and figure out whose jersey you want to replace 22 with, might I suggest that Deontay Foreman's name should be on back of the next one? You know who uh, who should be disappointed? Chuba Hubbard. Yeah. Because he got hurt. He, he looked really good last week. He gets hurt and then Foreman shows out in this game. And now Chuba's like, man, again. Although I still think they're both going to get the ball, but now I think Foreman steps into uh, oh, he's steps into he's starter the starter role. Yeah, I think he I think he was able to do that last uh, yesterday, and uh, again he looked really good. He really did. He was tired near the end of the game, and he should be for as many carries as he got. And but the other thing you found out with the Panthers is other than Chuba and Foreman, other guys, uh, not very good. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, P.J. Walker, one carry for 20 yards out of the backfield. D.J. had one for three. Raheem Blackshear, who I was kind of excited about, two carries, one yard on the day for him. Um, 
But Foreman's that dude, right? Like, I just, dude, you could take the 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 Walker carry, the Moore carry, uh, and the Blackshear carries. Give them Deontay Foreman, and he would have crossed over the one thirty mark based on the average. I mean, that's it's it's exactly what I'm looking for. Uh, and then there was, you know, uh, listen, you can you can be upset about him for taking off the helmet. And I get it. I understand it. It was dumb. It was boneheaded. Like I said, for me, it comes from energy and excitement. But DJ had a day. Six grabs, a buck 52, one touchdown, 62 yards in length to tie the game when I'm pretty sure most of us thought we were almost dead and buried at that point. It was a boneheaded decision. But if you take that moment away, DJ Moore had a heck of a day. And what happens when DJ Moore has a day? Well, would you look who else's name showed up on the stat sheet? How about four snags for 87 for Terrence Marshall Jr.? I mean, like the passing offense opened up because DJ Moore became a threat again. And when DJ became a threat again, Lonzo, everybody else benefited from it. Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, I wish some of the passes would have been a little bit better because Marshall was having to jump up and snag some of those things. Maybe a, a better place ball. He could. I'm really trying to not be negative, but I, I so just fine. I don't. I I feel dirty when we're done with this. I need I need to go like stand out in the rain for a while or something. I don't I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm still just really ticked off about yesterday. I Can apologize. somebody start the My Chemical Romance soundtrack for Lonzo? please no i might need like some speed metal or something no well that just will enhance the problem you know maybe i'll just go uh listen to some yacht rock for a while and mellow out uh no it's good to see marshall show show back up um a little disappointed in uh in in the starter though the uh, I, you know my anger is causing me to our guy who uh didn't really show up yesterday shy smith uh, zero catches, yeah. zero yards on one target. I uh, listen. And you it, here's here's the thing. Shy for me, if Shy was going to be what you and I both thought Shy could be at the beginning of the year, uh, which is a possession receiver, right? Like not a guy who's necessarily going to have a bunch of flash, but a guy who's going to be really good about all right. It's third and six. Shy's going to be open at seven, right? Like that's kind of the guy we expected him to be. However. Shy's not going to be that guy if TMJ is being that guy. And that is what T- TMJ was brought in to be that dude, to be a dude who's going to win every jump ball in the red zone. And if TMJ is working, Shy's numbers inevitably will come down. And to me, DJ's numbers go up. TMJ has the field open up for him to step up and get a little ease. And then there's other guys. Chenault had five grabs for 26. Uh, Tommy Tremble had two for 17. You, you got other guys who can step up and do things for you when DJ is demanding the attention. Shy is still the number four wide receiver at this point, and he has number four wide receiver numbers. If Shy is going to disappear, though, I want it to be because Marshall Jr. has reappeared, and that's basically what happened yesterday, and that's a good thing. It's a good thing. No, no, I, I, I agree. Uh, I, I've always thought of Shy Smith more of a, a slot receiver type, you know, a check down receiver type thing. We, we always, we already know that he's a special teams guy. Um, so all those guys are stepping up. All those guys are are catching passes when. Um, don't take your helmet off, guys. <laughs> keep trying to. 
keep, I keep trying. I keep trying. Why'd you take your helmet off? Why? Oh, for, for the record, for those of you... Uh, that are listening to the pod, but do not listen to the Rob Brown Show from 9 to noon weekdays on the Fan Upstate and free on the Odyssey app, which you totally should, and I encourage you to do so starting tomorrow. Um, this has been all day for the great one. Like, from the... I think I think I could be wrong. I think that's the first thing he said to me when he walked into the building today, all right? This has been all day. Lonzo is just in his feels about a helmet right now. It's, it's true sign of fandom. It, it is. And I'm, I'm trying to get past it. I really am. You know what? I'm, I'm blaming this on fandom, but if any team did this, I still would be... Uh, if any any player out there on any team did this, unless they were on Denver, I probably would be pretty... Pretty upset about it. I get it. I understand it. It's it's disappointing, dude. We like to go into that day knowing a dub puts you in the division lead and an L drops you to dead last with a Saints win is devastating. I'm not arguing it's devastating, but here's here's where I come from. I'll say this to wrap up the pod. Here's where I come from. Two weeks ago, we were talking tank, right? Two weeks ago, we were going struggle for Stroud or uh, I'm trying to think of an H one. Uh, uh, ham it up for Hooker. That, That's not that a great does, one. That no. does not work. Uh, 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 go hectic for Hook. H something for Hooker or lose for Levis. Like we like. I had the I had the slogans ready to go. I had them all ready to go. And then it's like, okay, if we win this game, we're in the division lead. It's like, yeah, I want that to happen. How about but here's the hyped thing. Up. How about what? Hyped up. Yeah, but you're trying to do the opposite. You're trying to go down. Oh, yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? So the, let me. here's the analogy I came up with um, two seconds ago when I was trying to think of an analogy for this, right? Here's the analogy I was coming up with. I don't know about you, Law. You ever played the lotto? I have, yes. Okay. Powerball's at like $4 billion or something stupid now, right? Yeah, I don't get the people only play it once a certain amount. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Still, it's still life-changing no matter what. For the but record, anyway. that's me. Yeah. I don't play the lotto until we start hitting like Powerball-esque ridiculous amounts of money. It has to be generational money for Cor- you. I mean, Affects yes. several generations. When I say generation, I mean like till the sun expands and absorbs our orbit and there's no people left. I still want there to be my with the last dying human to be like Rob Brown was really rich that's when I paid the lotto right so yesterday I bought a lotto ticket for the Powerball uh shocker I didn't win you know how you know I didn't win because you're here because I'm here uh bought a lotto ticket and while the lady friend and I were standing in line to buy the lotto ticket you know we do like every other person does and what do we do we, we talk about what we're going to do when we win right Oh, I'm buying this. I'm buying a Lamborghini. We're buying a house. I'm buying a, my, mine are, uh, I want like four vacation houses. I want one in every part of the world and in every climate, right? I want a beach house, a mountain house, a lake house. Uh, uh, I want all the, house. I want a fishing, uh, fish camp. I want them all. We went through all this, right? That's what this week was for me. It was a fun little fantasy of what if we won the division? What if we're this bad and we still won the division? How interesting would it be? How fun. It's like discussing the color of a Lamborghini. It doesn't matter. I'm never going to afford a Lamborghini, but it doesn't stop me from having fun fantasizing about the fact that I would go black with a black interior, right? Like that's that would be my look. Uh, that's what this week was. I knew when I woke up today for work, that I was still going to be a poor radio broadcaster. I knew I still had a job. I knew I was still driving my six-year-old broken-down Jeep to work. I wasn't buying a Ferrari, right? I knew that. 
But I still had fun in line talking about how cool it would be to be able to buy a Lamborghini. That's what last week was for me as a Panthers fan. It was us talking about what color our Lamborghini was going to. We don't have a Lamborghini. We ain't getting a Lamborghini. We were always going to be us. And that's okay. I accept that. So I think the devastation is not as tough for me because I still realize that I woke up today being me, not me, but with Powerball money. All right. These are the last things I'm going to say. Hey, Lonzo, you got any final words for the people? On on this podcast, (laughs) I dared to believe. I... Deep in my soul, my heart, my everything, I dared to believe. And that was all taken away when a helmet came off and a yellow hanky hit the ground. DJ, I, on the other hand, was stoked to see the fight, the passion, the fire that you had. Just only take your helmet down once your rear end is seated on the bench. That's when your helmet can come off, right? Like we, we learned, did we learn our lesson? We did. We did. Good. That's it for us, ladies and gentlemen. The next episode of the Views from Men Street podcast will drop on Wednesday. We'll take a look back at this game. We'll take a look ahead at the next game. Of course, the next one lined up is going to be Sunday at 1 when we travel to OHIO and take on the Cincinnati Bengals. Going to be a struggle. We'll talk about it and everything leading up to it on Wednesday. Then our game preview pod for Cincinnati will be on Friday. He's Lonzo Reitzel. I'm Rob Brown. Make sure that you have liked and are subscribed to the Views from Ministry podcast, and we will see you back here on Wednesday. Keep pounding, baby! <laughs>